You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Hey, we've got a brand new guest who's never been on the Paracast before, and Katina Kyle will be joining us in a moment. But Randall and I wanted to talk a bit about Brent Rains and his book about John Keel. And the thing that's kind of grabbed me when he's talking about possibly communicating with John Keel in the afterlife. What was your take on that, Randall? I really like Brent Rains. He actually is a very level-headed person when you talk to him in person on the radio about his uh, investigations. He comes across to me as someone who's been very uh, understated, might be the best term to use in in the whole uh, paranormal community. He's been at it for a long time. He's very well versed at it. He's a a, a virtual walking encyclopedia of knowledge. So I found it to be a really pleasant interview. Now, he has some recordings on his site, supposedly, I guess, messages from Keel. Now, the, the funny thing about it, and I haven't heard the recordings, and I think our listeners should go to his site and check them out, that John Keel seemed to be the opposite, totally opposite person who would even believe in it. And, of course, he n- knew a lot more about Keel. Uh, he's specializing in it as an author, writing and researching about, the, about him. And what I found was really interesting with Brent is that he was open to the idea that although these experiences happen with people and phenomena such as EVP do occur, we could be looking at an explanation that is something other than what people might want to believe it to be. So, for example, the usual interpretation is that we're somehow communicating with a person who has uh, crossed over from the world of the living into the world of the dead, whatever that happens to be. But maybe that's not what it is at all. Maybe it's something else. He was very open to that. It was like, well, I guess, you know, it, it could be something like that. But there's still no question that we're getting this phenomena. I think sometimes here there may be some self-delusion in the sense of imagining or believing who the source might relate to. Katina, you have any feeling about this? Well, I want to tell you something. I had Brent at Alien Expo this past August, and he was my master's of ceremonies. But Brent, I came across him through someone else, and I was highly impressed with his extensive knowledge. I mean, he's been at it for a very long time, like Randall was saying, but he's also spoken with these people on a personal level. So he does have some insight on how they think, and he will give his opinion about whether or not, you know, he believes you know, certain people that he has interviewed because uh, I had to ask him that. But let me tell you something. What I really love about him is he looks at the alien phenomena in a different way. And the only other person that I've actually personally interviewed and talked to is Kathleen Marden that looks at the paranormal side of these you know, of alien phenomena, you know, you don't hear about that, but apparently, I mean, it is a real thing, you know, people are starting to have, you know, strange things happen in their house once being contacted or having a a craft of some sort around them. I mean, have you heard anybody besides Brent and Kathleen talk about this? I don't think I have. Well, the one thing I observe here is the fact that when you have an experience like this, 
it can bring upon some other phenomena. I, John Keel mentioned that from time to time. It's not just the one thing. And this is the bugaboo I have with MUFON, for example. Aside from Kathleen, I really like Kathleen. I love to have her on the show when, when she's got something going. But the thing I see here is that when people have UFO sightings, for example, a place like MUFON doesn't look into the person's background. It's like someone in the street looking at a shining light or street light. And that's how they treat it. They talk about where the person was, what they were doing, about what they saw, getting all the details. They don't probe that person's background to see if they have other experiences, because quite often there's a bigger story here that we're ignoring. Right. Well, let me tell you something else interesting about MUFON is I asked them specifically, what are you doing with all this information that you've been gathering years and years, you know, for years and years, what are you doing with it? And their, their answer was nothing, literally just cataloging all kinds of, you know, sightings and, and getting those details. But to me, it seems very surface, just like you said. I mean, it's really not an in-depth investigation at all. I'm getting some I feedback. I love this. I uh, love this. Right on, right on. Yes, that's the big thing I worry about. But that's true with a lot of UFO-related organizations. They collect all these sightings, National UFO Reporting Center, lots of sightings, tons of data. First thing is they don't coordinate with one another, or rarely do, because they have their own turf. They have their own thing. So there may be separate sources of a particular case, and if you would look into the different versions, you may come up with something, some interesting information. But I think part of that is that they go on the assumption that, okay, UFOs are spaceships, and they're more interested in informing the public about the subject, evangelizing it. And I'm nothing wrong. I like the people from MUFON. I like Jan Harzan. He's been a guest on the show. But that's the problem with them. They're spreading the message. And I have to think, I go back a couple of steps because let's be sure here, folks, what's really happening. Yeah, I want to take it a step further, uh, Gene. And it, this just dawned on me. And it's very frustrating, really, because you guys have interviewed a ton of UFO researchers. I have, too. And I know that at some point you've come across some great information that they've said that you've heard another researcher say may not be the same, but similar that you may find equally important. And then when I go to say, Hey, have you talked to such and such, you know, over in Germany or something like that? And they'll say, no, I don't know him or something. There's a clear disconnect in cooperation when it comes to their research. I don't see that they're really working together. You know, it's like they're all focused on their specific field and they're gathering all the information that they think they need for whatever they're doing. And they're presenting that to people. However, they refuse to work with other researchers, which I don't see, you know, how that's benefiting anyone. That is such a good observation, Katina. And you know, it's been one of my sort of pet peeves from the day I started getting into what you would call ufology culture. This makes a really great segue into it. We've looked at the topic of 
paranormal and alien themed conferences. And we've commented that the extensive cultural element combined with what we'd call fringe beliefs, such as bases on Mars and secret space fleets, we wondered if conferences really serve a useful purposes in terms of advancing serious research. Now, now you as an event organizer, what do you think the value of UFO conferences is then within the ufology community are are you trying to bring these people more together instead of having them uh constantly defending their own little piece of turf yes that is definitely a focus and a hope of mine but i can tell you something that i did observe in my event i wasn't happy but you know i'm still learning this was our first event but i did have some researchers that were not so keen on talking to the other ones you know they 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 didn't really communicate with them I mean, it was very strange you know some of them uh stayed off to their self or or whatnot and they only came together actually when i had a panel okay but <laughs> another really weird thing that we observed is some of them really were bothered by uh some opinions uh of some okay we can talk about that later I'll tell you what, let's do our break now, Katina. Okay. Katina Kyle is joining us. And as you see, we're having a fascinating roundtable type of discussion. And it's going to continue. I've got something to bring up possibly in our next segment, too. With Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy, you're in. The Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-613-2646. That's 1-800-613-2646. 1-800-613-2646. 
Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax manager hotline now 800-503-8625 800-503-8625 this is george dory from coast to coast am and history channel's ancient aliens we support the amazing energy nutrition and skincare products from jeunesse jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology these products help your body perform and look better shop jeunesse at gcnlife.com or call one 844 443-6637 GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637 We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast send it to news at theparacast.com That's news at theparacast.com And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com Now, in terms of UFO clubs or groups getting along with one another, even researchers, Katina, Kyle, this goes back as long as there were UFO organizations. So back in the 50s, for example, we had NICAP, Major Keogh's organization, which continued on. Then we had APRO, of course, Coral and Jim Lorenzen, and they lived in two different universes. So therefore, abductions and things like that, close-up sightings, APRO would look at that. But I read an article about NICAP, how close will NICAP let a UFO get? Because they were interested in getting congressional hearings, and they had to be politically correct. All right, we have two rivals right there, and they were about the biggest organization at the time. And remember, MUFON was formed as the Midwest UFO Network originally in 1969, kind of as a splinter group from APRO. Right. All right. Um, totally agree. But, you know, it's um, I you know what? When when I look at when I look at the history of UFOs in in the United States, the 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 things that I find the most fascinating are the very, you know, the beginnings of it, you know, the older articles and books and magazines where it seemed like, you know, for one, it was way more active 
I don't know why. And, you know, there, there's some some conflicting opinions about that. I do believe that the nuclear age had a lot to do with it. Uh, but I do believe that we, we really need to look at the older um, investigations. Uh, I know MUFON had a lot to do with that. I have never talked to Jan. Um, what's his last name? Jan Harzan. That's it, Harzan. Right, right. Van He's Pat. retired from IBM, so he had a technical background. Yeah, but his story, I did hear some interviews from him, and he's had some amazing experiences, by the way, which I'm sure you've talked to him about. But I just feel, and I, I really wish, and my hope is to bring these people together and, and let them see you know, how important it is. You can have conflicting opinions, but we still need to work together. And we need to get to the bottom of, of it together because the whole phenomena is so complex. No one person can figure this out. No way. You, you just you can't do it. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, why do you feel like they're really hanging on, you know, to their little piece of knowledge? Why do you feel they're doing that? Well, I think, again, that MUFON is here to evangelize, spread the message, get the word out get as many people to fill seats at their conferences. That's why, what, a couple of years ago, they had some wacky people talking about secret space programs and being time travelers and things like that. And I'm not saying this can't happen, but they had no evidence. This was doing, they were doing that for the sensational value of it. It's almost like a reality show. They're trying to get something that, drives people to attend at the same time it's at the expense of serious research and that's also been the problem too over the years the serious ufo conventions tend to have less attendance than the wacky ones now we have right. contact in the desert which is joshua tree california i believe and they get a variety and they get a variety of people from serious researchers to people on the fringe well you know, leading into that, um, I have decided to really scale back the attendance for hours to make it more exclusive and really do away with all the carnival type atmosphere. I don't feel like now since 2017 that the government has admitted that these unknown aircraft exist, which is something I have never witnessed in my life. I do believe this is a time where um we all need to pay attention to it because we've never seen it and they're doing it for a reason. And so um, instead of having it at a really, at a really big facility, we're having it at the UT conference center, which really only accommodates 250 people. And that way we can have it, you know, as it needs to be more serious, you know, it's a, there's not going to be any vendors there or uh, like I said, people dressed up as aliens and things like that. I, I want to personally do away with it. I don't. I just don't want to deal with it. It needs to be dealt with in a more serious, serious manner, so people take it serious. Um, well, and you I'll, know, that's a really honorable way to be approaching it. I think we need more of that. But at the same time, I think there's room for both. Uh, ufology culture is really interesting to me. So. Even though there is the fringe element, I, I think that from the viewpoint of a, of a full spectrum, all of the colors that go into this, this phenomena, 
it would be we'd be losing something if we actually lost what we call some of the friend stuff because it's just so interesting and colorful in and of itself separate from the core subject matter that serious researchers are are looking into now i'm I'm not sure if you've, you've heard me mention this before, but I'm I'm a believer in alien visitation. I think it's a serious subject. I've had an experience myself, uh, along with uh, two friends, and whatever we saw, it wasn't, I believe, anything that was made by our technology. So I do believe there's a serious side to it, but but yet I I think there's still something fun and expressive and valuable in all the crazy culture that surrounds it too. It, it's just trying to make sure that we keep all of that in the proper context. Yeah. You know, this is where I actually got the idea to do it. Um, uh, you know, getting feedback from your attendees is very important anyway, because you want to know what you did right and what you did wrong. Um, what I saw as far as far as our attendance was concerned, we had a lot of older people, and I'm, I'm going to say 35 and older, okay? Uh, many of those were over 50, I would say, okay? Very surprising. But their number one, the number one thing that they said was um, they wanted it to be because they travel to these places for one is what I learned. Um, they go to these places all the time or these conventions all the time. They, they basically work off the same, um, you know, um, blueprint and they didn't like the carnival aspect of it. You know, they wanted it to be more, more serious. And it seemed like it was just becoming a big ridiculous show and i had a mayor actually approach me that came down from ohio to uh, alien expo and and she was she said that we did a great job she said but we always have to go out to california or you know they have to they went to one in las vegas it was still the same song and dance very um you know people sitting in the audience dressed as aliens and things it just really took away from the seriousness of it and, you know, she was like, I'd like to see something else different. Well, I ran that by my speakers. Let's make that a cliffhanger. And okay. with Katina Kyle, we'll talk about that further and then give you more of her background, kind of back up and how she came to where she is now. With Jean and Randall, you're in The Paracast. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNhemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 
Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Firefighters in California are continuing to battle two wildfires, one in Northern California and one in Southern California. Utility company PG&E is shutting down power to nearly one million customers in Northern California. California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom is not happy about that. These blackouts, um, particularly with PG&E, and the impact of that is unacceptable. we got to hold them accountable. We uh, are going to do our best to get through uh, these high wind events uh, and work through uh, Saturday, Sunday into Monday, get these lights back on. The White House says President Trump will address the nation at 9 a.m. Eastern Time Sunday morning. Now, multiple sources are reporting that the leader of ISIS, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi was killed after being targeted in a special operations raid by U.S. forces in Syria. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. 800 965 1290 800 965 1290 If you owe money to the IRS, you need to hear this. The IRS is cracking down on those who owe back taxes. It starts with a devastating letter. And if you don't act immediately, you could find yourself having your wages garnished or have a lien placed on your property. But there's a solution. Tax 10,000 can help. Avoid enforced compliance, where these holds on your income and seizure of your home could become a nightmare that just won't end. Call 800-239-9957 now and speak to one of our experts. 800-239-9957 is the number to link you directly to a tax resolution specialist who will negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Working through the IRS Fresh Start program, all the forms will be handled for you. All you have to do is make the toll-free call, 800-239-9957. Find out if you qualify and possibly save yourself thousands of dollars, not to mention a lot of headaches. It could be the best call you've made today. That number again, 800-239-9957. The service does not provide tax settlement or legal services. We will refer you to a company that does provide such services. Often the IRS will not agree to any reduction in the amount owed. Not all taxpayers who owe more than $10,000 will qualify for a tax reduction program. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Katina Kyle talking about how she's setting up her 
UFO conferences. Go ahead, please. And, uh, you know, my speakers were in agreement, you know, that they would appreciate not looking out and presenting their life's work to people, that, you know, not that's to say that's a yeah. bad thing. Yeah. yeah, you make a really good point there. It, it, this almost reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen the movie Contact uh, with Jodie Foster. And, yes, I have. Uh-huh. Right. So at some point in that film, and of course, you've got to expect that this is going to happen being uh, something that was written by Carl Sagan and his wife, of course. But on the way to the monitoring station where the big dishes are after discovering the alien signal, you see them pass by this whole group of what you might call the UFO nuts, people dressed in costumes with hats and welcome our space brothers and, and all of that sort of thing. And she's just kind of looking out the car window, like going, you people have no idea what it is that we're doing. And it sets the stage for that where okay, there's this whole brand where people are ridiculed and then, there, and then there's the serious people. And I think we need to bridge that gap. And, and so now I don't even know where I was going with all that. You're trying to do that is what I, is what I was <laughs> gathering. No, you're, you're totally fine. You are exactly right. And I'm trying to really, being that this, I feel like they have had some uh, much deserved vin- you know vindication as far as the admittance from from the navy uh, about this uh, gun camera footage i feel like they're owed that you know they've probably had to put up with it because that's all they could get and organizers are trying to do anything they can you know to get people in the seats but yeah, i'm not concerned about filling up a big place i'm concerned about bringing the most intelligent people in that really take it seriously and have them, you know, feel good about presenting their information to people that are going to take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's a, that's a bad thing to come dress like that, but I feel like they're going to be more appreciative of it. I want to just go back yeah. here a little bit and segue into a few things. You raised the point of the gun camera photos and the apparent more serious interest in UFOs now on the part of the Navy. And let me just mention this, and then we'll get more into how you started having these conferences, doing a podcast, getting interested in the subject. This is something that was on CNN on the 23rd of October, just a few days ago from the time where we are recording the show. And it says, I'm going to read the first couple of paragraphs here. PSA for all Area 51 stormers, chemtrail believers, and climate change deniers. Edward Snowden has searched the depths of the U.S. intelligence networks and can report the conspiracy theories are not true. In other words, he tried to hack in and see if he can find evidence, UFO evidence that we haven't heard about. Now, to me, that means nothing. Because I wouldn't think that such evidence, if it were to exist, would be readily discovered even by the best hacker. That's very strange in itself. Okay, so what outlet reported this? This was an article in CNN. Okay, so why would Edward Snowden, (laughs) you know, work in cooperation with these people? that, That is very strange. The source is a memoir called Permanent Record from Snowden. 
So it's not necessarily something they looked for in terms of interviewing him. They're referring to the book. Very strange. You just really have to take what mass media says with a grain of salt. I mean, it's been proven that they're all owned by the same people. Uh, they're reporting the same thing. What is that telling you? You know, they all report the same thing. Um, we, the the days of actually seeing a journalist or reporter, let me take it, a reporter actually doing the footwork like they used to do a long time ago to find a story is gone. They don't do it anymore. They take everything and everything is, you know, is sent to them and they're told what to say. So it is all controlled. Like I said, everything they say and report is for a reason, all this stuff. And, and what a what a time to pay attention to it. I mean, you guys are all you talk about really is a lot of UFO and alien stuff. I do as well. You know, I hope I, I live to see what's going to happen with this. I do believe it's extremely important. But with Edward Snowden, have you read any of his stuff? I'm going to tell you something about him. Have you read or researched? Well, a little, little bit. Seen, seen the movies. You know, we followed a bit in the news. About, and so yeah. we kind of know the basic story. You know, got this smuggled out the data inside a Rubik's Cube sort of thing. So. Right. And what he reported, people thought he was just crazy or just making up stuff or whatever about our privacy being gone is absolutely true. My listeners were really shocked. And I try to present a lot of his stuff. If I find it online or if somebody sends it to me, I do have a researcher that works with me up in the Boston area. Um, she's a really good researcher. She digs for a lot of stuff on him. I present it to them. You know, so that they can just try and say, okay, well, he said this at this time, and now is this happening? So they can kind of reference and kind of get them thinking, which is really an important aspect to my show because I want people to use their brains, make their own minds up. I don't really like to insert my own opinion into my shows. Some people do, and I'm not knocking it if you do, but my goal really is to really just get people to just make their own minds up. I feel like we're being guided and told what to think and what to do way too much. So I just do what I can there. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> no, we talk about good. the media. The key is here is that the so-called mainstream media, any part of it, the big cable networks, newspapers, digital publications, they're owned by multinational corporations. Maybe the exception is Fox News and the Wall Street Journal and New York Post, which are spun off from 20th Century Fox. So we have these conglomerates like NBC. It's NBC Universal owned by Comcast. Okay. CNN is owned by Warner, Warner Brothers, Time Warner, which is now owned by AT&T, which also owns DirecTV. So you have these big corporations with control over a lot of the media we consume, in addition to the entertainment. Someone said that it all comes down to there's only seven people, really, or seven companies that really control pretty much everything. I think you make a really valid point there, Katina, about your interviewing style. But today, we've got you, and you can insert your opinions all you want and and so now you have the freedom to do that <laughs> today and you know that's got to be a really good thing uh, we got talking a little bit 
before the show about about our interviewing styles that way and how we've had people in the past you know for example the uh, promoter for the edward meyer contactee case and and how we've had people actually leave our show because we will s- step in and challenge them on things that we have sufficient evidence to believe mean that what we're dealing with is something that is a complete uh, fabrication it, it, you don't think it's appropriate to to challenge people to that extent? No, I'm not saying that. I mean, you know, if you want to do that, you can. And, and listen, I listen to podcasts where, where, you know, the host will do that. And I'm not knocking them one bit. However, I just, maybe I'm just too nice or whatever. I just want to make them comfortable to be able to say whatever they want to say. I ask them very good questions to kind of keep them, you know, from straying off too far or whatever, really just try to go, I'd say, deeper into what they're saying. And at the end uh, or at the beginning, I tell my listeners they really need to make their own mind up about it, no matter what. Uh, Some of the stuff I do ask them, okay, what proof do you have? You know, where did you get this from? Who told you that? You know, I will say that. Let's yeah. do a break. Go ahead. We got a Go break ahead. with Katina, Jean, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Hey folks, Tom D for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual, and this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. As it exists on commercial radio, we have to do those breaks. Of course, with the Paracast Plus, you don't get the breaks. Go to plus.theparacast.com to learn more about it. And we have that other radio show after the Paracast, which is, you know, the extra thing you get. Katina, I'm sorry we interrupted you. You know how it works. Go ahead, please. No, it's okay. One thing I do want to say, I'm very protective of my listeners. Now, I have had people approach me with just absolute nonsense trying to get on the show. I will not allow those people to get on the show. If I feel personally like everyone that, and, and I get requests all the time to come on the show, either from that person or from their publicist or from some TV producer trying to get someone on the show or something like that. I, I go through a vetting process myself where I look at articles on them. I look at anything, any kind of opinion uh, that anybody said about them. I tried to do that, but you and I have had some, <laughs> you guys clued me in on something earlier. You know, ex- that's the exception. If I yeah, feel like you, they're, that's true. Go ahead. It, it, you know that. And I think, that that was a real learning experience for both of us. And we're not going to go into details on that because then, of course, we'd be providing the exact sort of exposure that we were trying to prevent in the first place. But I think you ought to be commended for that and the way that we were able to handle that together because we we both kind of got bombed by that one. Uh, people out there kind of in the know or maybe listen to after the Paracast or watch the forums might know what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, it, it was 
just with respect to a guest that had some questionable background. So, right, right. And other than that, you know, fantastic guest, but I was just floored by that. Uh, I try to stop that from happening, but let me tell you something. I'm just going to be honest with you. I am black uh, and I'm female. I have had some issues uh, getting certain guests on the show and I'll give you an example. I won't say names. I, I was reaching out to a guest, female, trying to get her on the show. She wasn't answering my emails. And, you know, I know a lot of podcasters and we all talk and stuff. And so I was reaching out to a couple of them and said, hey, were you able to get, you know, her on your show? Is she answering at this email address? And and he goes, yeah, you know, I was able to book her and, you know, she's very nice and all this. And then I said, okay, let me try to send her another email. (laughs) And then two or three months go by, I don't hear anything. And then I reached out to one of my other friends say, Hey, you just had her on the show. I mean, how did you get in contact with her? And, And he was like, okay, well, I, you know, I sent an email to this email address, the same one that I'd been sending the email to. Right. So I sent another email. Okay, four emails in and, and and a year goes by, nothing. Now, I had Alien Expo. Okay, so this person talks about this stuff. Really, she talks about a lot of stuff. Uh, but, you know, aliens is kind of her thing. I kid you not, not even a month into putting up the event page, making the website, all this stuff. She emails me wanting to come to Knoxville. Okay, I haven't heard anything from her. I never answered her email. I didn't bring her because I I was very, very offended. I felt like she was not coming on my show and I could only think of one or two reasons. I'm not going to say them and maybe I'll tell you guys later one or two reasons why she wouldn't come. And she's not the only one. There's, I would say, one, two, three, maybe four, four people in the in different fields. Some um, alien phenomena type stuff. One of them does paranormal, but they all hang out with each other, right? They all go to the same conferences and you'll see them all in the same pictures and things like that. And these four people will not answer my email and will not come on my show, even though I've had some some of the most phenomenal people ever come on my show. These four ignore me, okay? Two of those people, as soon as I started Alien Expo, were the first ones to send me emails. Trying so to, it's trying not like they, they didn't know you were trying to get in touch with them. Exactly. Before. So look, I'm just going to say it. It sounds like that there's, you know, there's a suspicion or a fear that there's some sort of uh, discrimination going on there. And, you know, I got to say that Gene actually pointed this out. Like he was saying, you are the first female black ufologist or paranormal personality that we've come across in the field. And I, it it was like, I I mean, I just look right through it and go, you know, when we were, we were talking before, but I I think it's actually, you know, a valid point. I think it's pretty amazing. And from your perspective, do you think there's a, something missing or, or a unique connection between black culture and the paranormal, or uh, is it something you'd like to bring more black culture into and and how can we do that how can we bridge that gap well because, uh, because you like know, you were saying i would be willing to wager that when you were doing your demographics not only were all these people mostly older they were probably older white guys right so yes, yes. you know um you know what uh, you know what I, i'll tell you what I'm, i really don't do it to 
enlightened black people, to be honest with you. There's something different about us. And I can speak on it because I am black. Black people just don't pay attention to it. I don't know why. Um, I feel like the ones that I've spoken to about anything paranormal are really just afraid of it. They don't want to talk about it, let alone, you know, alien contact or some of the other conspiracy type things that I've been exposed to and learned about, you know, since doing this show. It's just not on their radar. And that's very sad. Very sad. But, uh, you know, I have I, I don't want to come out and say that I've been dis discriminated against, but I do feel it only from certain people. OK, from certain people. But the majority of and listen, I've been doing this since 2016. God knows I've been very fortunate. I have a lot of hardcore loyal listeners and I've amassed over 30 million downloads right out of my house. OK, which is just even hit hit that's, a million yeah, is that's phenomenal that is totally phenomenal really of course you know we're, we're tempted when we when we think of maybe black culture and the paranormal we tend to and and this is probably a stereotype i don't know i live up here in canada and you know i've never been to new orleans but we tend to think that that black culture is maybe more involved with um superstition and uh beliefs you know things like voodoo come to mind and and so i mean i wonder if there's maybe a fear like there is with some people in the religious community that hey you know you don't play with a, a ouija board you, you don't even talk about this stuff we you, otherwise you're heading down the path that is you know within that culture predominantly viewed as something dangerous bingo you, okay. You're exactly right. You're exactly All right. right. I, I'm so glad you said that because I, I'm trying my, I, I don't want to come across as being a victim of the, the stereotypical propaganda that we hear. And uh, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. And that's not to say, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but it's just how, you know, we were raised. I wasn't raised you know, to, or even, I've, I've never even heard about it really, about paranormal type things. Um, and I can just tell you that it's just something that I believe deeply that black people are just frightened of. Um, on top of just really being inundated with superficial things in the world, you know, mass, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about like, like social media and it's just, it's just, crazy <laughs> it really is crazy but you know i do it really just to enlighten people you know no matter what their race is um and that's that's why i do it it hasn't always been easy but i've i've stuck with it you know and and i come at it very honest and i try to take it a step further and reach out to my listeners i've personally called some of them um, you know, some of some some of our Patreon supporters and things like that, even if they're not Patreon supporters, they want to ask me something. I mean, I've done it. I mean, I've called them, you know, and they're always shocked. But I tell them, you know, I'm just a normal person. You know, uh, I have a family and I love people. I love the outdoors. I love what I do. And I'll, I'm always very gracious and thanking them for taking the time to to just listen to me because they could be doing anything else besides listening to my podcast. Now, you mentioned here resistance. Is that a religious resistance? Because there's some people who regard the UFO phenomenon as demonic. I know that my late Uncle Lewis Kaplan, on my wife's side, he was an evangelist. 
but he was like a Jews for Jesus kind of person. And I saw a book at his home once that was a fictional book about UFOs, but in every way, UFOs were demonic. And if you say the right prayer, it's almost like an exorcism, the UFO will go away. Which, you know, is something that obviously has been around, but I hadn't been too familiar with before I encountered this. Katina Kyle, Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we're talking about different attitudes and acceptance of UFOs as something more than demonic, or are we getting to that, Katina? You know, I think it's very possible. I'm I'm always open to different opinions. And, you know, I find myself personally changing my mind all the time. But the thing that I look at, whether or not these are some type of you know, demonic entities, I really don't know. <laughs> Guys, just give me some leeway here. You can't figure this out until we figure out really the deal with flat earth. I'm going to tell you why. Because if we live on a flat plane of existence and 
it, the Bible is true. And we're talking about we're we're in some type of dome setting and up above us. And I'm taking some of this from the book of Enoch, by the way, I had a fantastic guest to talk about that. But if there's nothing but us here and we, we go by strictly what's in the Bible, right? Then in the Bible, it talks about that these demons are not underground. They're in the sky, right? They're they're not underground. Let me tell you what really struck my it just shocked me, honestly. I was watching the movie, uh, Batman versus Superman, and a lot of these researchers always say, listen, they tell you what's happening, and it's all in the movies. It's a a thing about they have to have our consent and they never hide nothing. They always tell us what's going to happen or what's happening. Well, in the movie Batman versus Superman, I was watching it with my son and one of the actors, I forget the guy's name, but he talks about this painting and this painting has demons in it. Right. And these demons are not up above. They're they're flying in the air, uh, in other words. And he says his exact words were, we all know that demons do not come from the ground demons are in the sky okay i now, think he was referring to superman that some people that's exactly this might right. have been and lex luther saying that's this right. that some people regarding superman as some kind of god figure because of his superpowers but lex luther wants to say no 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 he's evil right trying to turn him into someone that the world turns against right that he's really not here to save us he's going to hurt us let me tell you something about this. Maybe you guys have interviewed him, but he's fantastic. His name is Ali Satatan. Have you interviewed him? Can't say we have. No, we haven't. Okay. We haven't. You have to get him on the show and I'll give you his contact information. But he comes at it from the perspective that these demons are wearing a different hat. Now they are showing themselves as uh, aliens, right? Uh, but I'm finding that this is something that researchers are looking into. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm pretty sure one of my researchers said that he looked into what is it? He's the UFO researcher from Project Blue Book. Dr. J. Allen Hynek. Yeah, J. Allen Hynek had looked at that as well. I mean, have you have you heard that? That he came up with that conclusion or that was something he was he was looking at? Well, you know, I interviewed Dr. Hynek a time or two and talked to him on the phone. And I got the impression here he was moving beyond the traditional alien explanation to accommodate a a 4D kind of thing, alternate reality, something like that, multiverse. Well, this is really interesting, and it brings up a a colleague of Hynix, of course, and uh, a question that I was going to want to put to you, Katina. It dovetails right into all of this. What do you think of Valley's idea that there is a kind of a control system agenda to influence earthly culture via these esoteric experiences. I think that is very possible, even though I haven't looked at a lot of his stuff, believe it or not. You know, I'm so caught up in so many other different aspects of my show. I don't just look at, you know, alien phenomena. I talk about a lot of different things, but I find myself changing my mind a lot, you know, and I'm doing this privately, of course. I'm never sharing my thoughts with my listeners, but, and, and it's okay. And I think that's very smart. You can't just be dead set on something. You know, you have to look at all of it, whether we're really going to figure this out, you know, in our lifetime, I doubt it. I think it's so complex 
And I think there's so many things that all of us need to consider. Now, something else is very interesting is that the new series that's on, I think it's History Channel, and it's where Elizondo you know, is going around, is talking to Fravor about the Tic Tac UFO and all that stuff. Well, he says in one of those uh, episodes that someone in the Pentagon was telling him not to research this, you know, this phenomenon because it is demonic. Have you heard that? No, but there is a controversy over Elizondo, and that is whether he actually headed this Pentagon UFO project or was just someone who participated. I mean, literally, that's a kind of a controversy where there exists one or more letters from the Navy asserting that he actually wasn't, or from the Pentagon, he wasn't the head. That's something that John Greenwald at the Black Vault was able to unearth. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's always another shoe in the UFO field. Isn't that the truth? It seems like just oh, wow. when, when, we, when we start to, or think we're starting to get a grip on it, it shifts. It's got this uh, trickster-ish nature to it, which is another thing that we got into talking about on the last show and in recent episodes, is this idea that the phenomena itself is slippery and won't let us really get a grip on it in any way, shape, or form. And that in reality, the, the, the powers that be, the Navy, the Air Force, the defense intelligence agencies, they've got to know more than we do. But do you think, and I'm not even sure anymore, I used to think they probably know a whole lot more. I think they do know a whole lot more, but maybe not as much as I used to think they knew. I think they know a, a whole lot. Do I think all of them know everything that's going on? No. There has to be some type of splinter in the government where you have a group of people that really know a ton. And then you have to have a group of people that don't know anything. And they're like us trying to figure it out. And I don't know where this announcement's coming from. I, I do find it very concerning and a little bit disturbing because for years, they've been saying nothing to see here, nothing to see here. <laughs> okay, so why now? I mean, what's your gut telling you on that, Gene? Well, it might be the magician's trick, which is to point you in another direction to mislead you. That something may be going on, but they want you to look at this, which is one of the theories I have about UFOs, for example, that what we see is not the actual phenomenon. Maybe we are participating in what we see, which is a co-creation hypothesis related to collective unconscious and such that's voiced by a fellow named Greg Bishop, that when you see a UFO and you start looking at that, whatever's going on is going on somewhere else. And that might be the real mystery. Yeah, when we got talking with uh, Kevin D. Randall about this, and of course, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with him, Katina. He's one of the foremost researchers in the field today, along with people like, say, Jerome Clark. We got talking about this whole Tic Tac incident, and I posed the idea to him that what maybe we're dealing with is not some sort of alien visitation, but some sort of advanced countermeasures that the Navy or the Defense Department actually has created. Because all of these incidents took place, well, during a training exercise. And there's some really interesting things that happened during this, like uh, the people who came and took the recorders away from the ship. They didn't even know we're on board the ship. It's as if they knew 
that they were going to be getting those recorders to take away and do analysis on afterwards. The at one point these Tic Tac objects rallied back at an original rally point that they shouldn't have been able to know about. UFO research just goes, oh, well, it must be some telepathy, or how did they do that? Well, if this was actually some sort of advanced countermeasures test, super secret, beyond even what the knowledge of the people involved in the, the exercise themselves knew, then they would know where that rally point was. They could manipulate the whole thing from behind the scenes. They would want to keep it all secret because they wouldn't want it to get out to foreign powers that we have that sort of technology. More to come with Gene Katina and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. When you have a pain in the neck, a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes, see Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support. Support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products started under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug outhouse that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pau Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus doesn't grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pau Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer happens to die in oxygen. 
The tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. That's ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So Randall was beginning to dovetail here into the fact that Katina has a military background. And maybe we can trace her interest in where it started in strange phenomena. Well, to be honest with you, it started way before that time. My interest really started in, in just strange things. When I was 14, I actually witnessed fire coming out of a hill behind my house, which used to be an old graveyard at nighttime, myself and another kid in the neighborhood. And I, I didn't know what it was. And it scared me to death. Fire coming out of, of what was once an old grave. Now, what kind of fire? Like, are you talking something that like burns things or just a strange yes. glow or, or just how, like fire, like something that burns things? Absolutely. And it was pitch black. I mean, and, it was dark back there. Did you investigate it further? Like, was there actually a, a fire that had burned things in the area or did you check it out more or? Oh, yeah. What? Well, uh, <laughs> Not that, not that night, you know, that night I ran home and both of us, because we were scared, but the next morning when we got up, we went right to that same spot and there's no burn, you know, no, ah. no burn in that grass, but it looked like someone just set fire to that part of the grass and the fire literally just sucked itself back down into the hill. I mean, it was scariest thing I've ever witnessed. So, okay, now I'm a bit confused here. You're saying it mm -hmm. doesn't look, it didn't look to you upon investigation later that there had been a fire, but while the event was happening, it looked like things were actually on fire. Yes. But later there was no evidence that there really was any fire. Right, and, wow. and two, two okay. of us saw it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I was just trying to determine where the weird part of it was, but that is, okay, yeah, that would be pretty yeah, just like a, like someone would ignite, you know, a campfire or something. And behind the hill, of course, this went between two roads. It, like I said, it was it, the whole area used to be a graveyard, and it was pitch black back there. You know, no lights, and we were just standing out and just looked back, you know, behind the houses, and that fire just started, and it was crazy. You know, we looked at it with you know open mouths and just shock. And we both ran home after we saw it, you know, disappear. How old and were you so, again? 14, 14. Right. Okay. So young. 
but not so young that you didn't really know what you were looking at necessarily. And uh, did you tell anyone about that experience? Oh, I told my mom about what, it. How did they react? <laughs> I don't know. I think she just kind of dismissed it, you know, just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but the next day I said, listen, we really saw this, you know, I don't know. And, and I, then I told her, you know, hey, I went back there and looked at that spot and there's no burn in that girl. You know, I don't know how that happened. It was just weird. And so, of course, yeah. seeing it with a friend of yours, uh, you yeah. have confirmation that you're not just imagining things. Oh, yeah. And we talked about it, too. And he was shocked. I said, did you see that? He said, yeah. And I said, what did you see? He said, I saw fire. I said, I did, too. And we left. When was the last time you uh, communicated with this friend of yours? Oh, well, he, he died um, oh. a long time ago. Yeah, he, he only it, lived to the mid-20s, so he, oh. he died. Oh, then. that's unfortunate. I was just yeah. wondering if he would have remembered that all these years later. Yeah. But you know what? When I talked to him, when I got out of the military, I ran into him again, and I asked him, hey, you remember when we saw that fire coming? He said yes. So, yeah, I did. I, I actually did talk to him about that. Okay, now the military, tell us a little bit about what you did in the military. Well, I was in a missile maintenance battalion, which was 92 Alpha, and we actually had the multi-launch rocket systems where we would have all the parts for those guys that go out into the, the field. I don't know if you've ever seen these before, but they're on the back of trucks and they have like these multiple rocket launchers that kind of raise up. You know, sure. and they just yeah. fire, you know, they're pretty wicked to, to see them, yep. you know, happening. <laughs> pretty frightening. Uh, but I went in during Desert Storm. I'm, I was probably crazy, but I did. And I stayed in five years. I was fortunate enough to go to Germany and I've been to Austria and I've been to Holland and I've been to France. And then I left and went to New York and we had to be deployed to Haiti because there were some things going on down there with it with the government so we we got the pleasure of spending and i'm being sarcastic six months down there which was pretty pretty hard but then after that i got out i've had some great jobs the one i'm most proud of really is working with children i'm proud of all of them but working with children really is something that i love the ones that i worked with are uh you know boys and girls waiting to be fostered out or to find a find a family and, and most of my kids were teenagers, you know, so it's pretty hard to to get them homes at that age. But we did our best to make their stay as comfortable as possible. But I'm more of an entrepreneur type person. You know, when I had the opportunity to just stop working and podcast full time, I jumped at it because I felt like this was truly my calling. And, you know, I, I've just been very fortunate. I've met a lot of great people. You know, you guys having me on your show really is just an honor. And so this is what I hope to do for the, for the rest of my life, really. Well, I, I'm thinking, and Gina, I think you'd agree that uh, I think it's as much an honor on our end as well. That is that is a very impressive background. And certainly, you're going to be welcome back here more than just today. So now that you've gotten into doing podcasts can you tell us a little bit more about uh, uh the your podcast it's called the x podcast yes that's one of them it's x podcast and that's more of a storytelling type podcast um you know i talk about haunted asylums and most violent prisons and unsolved murders and disappearances things like that and then of course mysterious radio is the one that i've been doing the most and spending my time up equally between them has been pretty hard but you know i love it i really love it and i try to foster a community of 
people that, you know, really just appreciate, you know, the hard work that we all put in to our shows. One thing I would I would like to tell you is that I tell you about what, what the most wicked <laughs> interviews that I've ever conducted. It literally scared me when I was talking to him about it. Okay. Um, I talk about paranormal stuff as well. Well, I had the honor of talking to the 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 Catholic priest that exercised the demonic entity that was terrorizing the family in Indiana. Now, I, I heard about this on the radio. And then like a year later, I said, you know, let me just try and reach out to him to see if I can get him on the show. Well, I begged him, please sit down with me 45 minutes to talk about this. Well, he agreed. One thing I, I wanted to talk about and just tell you up front is this this made the news i never heard about and you know something like this actually coming out he told me that the family had been terrorized by this entity the kids were being like thrown up against walls and things like that well the authorities got involved and they took them to the hospital so they took them to the hospital of course at that point the hospital has an obligation to call dhs and get those people involved so and they came in and the nurses were there and police were there. One of the boys was holding the grandmother's hand. And that little boy walked up that wall and on the ceiling and then he dropped down. He says that the hospital called him in absolute panic. Well, oh. with <laughs> Katina, Gina Randall, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hpextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hpextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. PG&E is shutting off the power to nearly 1 million customers across Northern California. San Jose Mayor Sam Licardo says residents need to take extra precaution on the roads this evening. We need everyone to approach intersections with caution. The signals are out. We want everyone to come to a four-way stop. Uh, we want everyone to obey all road closures and detours. Most importantly, avoid the driving at night if at all possible. High winds are threatening power lines while the Kincaid Fire in Sonoma County burns over 25,000 acres at 10% containment. The scheduled shutoffs are between 6 o'clock and 9 p.m. Pacific time beginning tonight through midday on Monday. Striking auto workers are heading back to work. The UAW and General Motors reached a four-year labor contract late Friday 
after a 40-day strike which cost General Motors over $2 billion. This is USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm loving my balance of nature. Since I started, I have not gotten one cold. I kind of fight everything. I get a little tickled, but it goes away. It's just uh, amazing the difference I felt. I want you to know how much I appreciate the uh, counseling and so forth and your attention to your people. I have been a pretty big advocate for the balance of nature. I don't know how many truck drivers have asked me, how in the heck do you keep going at 88, 89 years old? I said, Balance of nature. (laughs) If they want to really enjoy some good health, get on balance of nature. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, you can receive a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of balance of nature. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with Reputation Defender. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with Reputation Defender. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with Reputation Defender. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Just when it gets so fascinating, like in the old days of the movies, they had the cliffhangers. Yeah. Katina, yeah. go ahead. Well, that's the good part of it. Okay, so he tells me they called him in a sheer panic. He gets over there, and he's, you know, witnessing this boy having, like, convulsions and all the children were in one room and that this demonic entity was literally making them they would say like a little boy would say a couple of words and then another little boy would say a couple of words and then the girl the another girl would say a couple of words but it was all all one sentence you see what i'm saying like this entity was making them say a complete sentence through all three kids. This sounds like something like out of a movie uh, yes. or something. It, you know, this is perfect for <laughs> Halloween coming up. I'm starting to I'm starting to get uh, creeped out about this now. It's like uh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's just things like that. Like, um, uh, you know, there was a point in time he told me he was unnerved by. It. I mean, he had to go get special permission from the Vatican to be able to do this for these people. I mean, they just can't willy nilly and just decide, you know, okay, I'm going to help you. They have to get special permission to actually help them. But it wasn't easy. He said it took a long time to do it. But he said the reason why 
is because upon researching the background of the mother and the children that they had been molested, okay? And he said because of that act. Oh, hang on. Molested by the entities or or by, okay, by a human. By the mother's boyfriend, which was not the father of the children. Okay. Because of that act, he said that he opened up a portal or a way for these demonic entities to attach to these children. He says, because anytime you have that type of thing going on, which is horrible, that negative energy or these demonic beings, you know, they, that's like a beacon to them. And he said, that's what they're taught. And they attract onto the negative energy. There you go. There you You go. But this sounds a lot like Gene, right? Remember is Paul and Ben Eno, right? This sounds like it's something that would be right up their alley. Have you ever interviewed them, Katina? Oh, yes, I have. And they're okay. one of my favorite uh, guests. Yeah. Please continue. I, that was just an aside there because they're, he talks about this. This is negative energies and these seemingly separate entities that somehow are able to control people's behavior. Right. You know, just the, the fact that he even has the job of doing that. I mean, he's just got to be, I told him you got to be so brave in order to, to be messing around with this type of stuff, you know, but I've had the, the pleasure of actually interviewing another one. I'll tell you about here real quick. Her name is Lisa Collier cool. And I'm pretty sure she's an award-winning journalist and author. She was given permission to follow another uh, gentleman over to Italy Roman Catholic priests and and actually attend the school with him where they teach exorcisms. Okay, no one ever gets permission to, to do that. And uh, she wrote a book about it, and it's called Deliver Us from Evil. But she talked about how she observed a lady having just unbelievable strength and was talking in the deepest, scariest man's voice ever when they were, were trying to exorcise a, a demon from her she said it really it really scared her to death but i do believe in that wholeheartedly and some of these interviews i do you know they're unnerving (laughs) to be honest with you it's not something that i tell my listeners but they do no doubt i mean gene i think you know you'd be pretty unnerved if you know you were exposed to that as well i mean what, what do we make of that and and this is what's really cool about having you on today, Katina, because you get to talk about these things. You get to say, hey, this is who I am, and this is some of the stuff I believe. And I also believe that these sorts of experiences do happen to some people. I don't think that they're just all made up, but I do think that we have to be careful about how we interpret it. And so one of the things that, that I'll, I'll float, and here I go inserting myself into the interview, uh, but this is what we do here on, on this show. Everybody gets to, to chime in and say, what do you guys think about this? If aliens, as they seem to have the ability to shapeshift, to uh, become invisible, they have anti-gravity, and they have the ability to influence people's minds seemingly telepathically, we're getting close to a number of these technologies ourselves. When you combine those three things together, you can make a scene look like pretty much anything you want. And if valet is correct, that what we're dealing with with these aliens is some sort of a control mechanism where it wants to influence our culture, 
it may be the case that the typical religious interpretation is just a cultural reflection of a certain kind of uh, experiment they're doing. I mean, you got kid walking up wall here, you got anti-gravity, you got some sort of mind control going on, that can happen too. All of this, we don't need to as ascribe a supernatural explanation to, really, when you think about it. Right. I totally agree with that. One one other aspect that I do like looking at, you know, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the subject and we don't hear them talk a lot about it. I guess there's only a few that I know of that actually talk about the UFOs that, the, you know, that are seen underwater or in the ocean or whatnot. I, I want to mention Gaia to me. Do you guys watch Gaia? The channel? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, I think some of that stuff is outrageous. I, I don't watch just, it. No, I have. Well, it's, I have this limited <laughs> list of TV things I watch, mostly junk shows, entertainment, and that's I have no more time. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But Guy has a lot of foolishness on it. Can I just say a name? I, I mean, I oh, hope yeah. it doesn't offend people, but I have a lot of issues with things that Corey Good has been coming out with. I mean, <laughs> seriously, it's just You're in good company here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we're now talking about the airhead generation. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, man. Without a stitch of proof of anything, you know, people are just packing in uh, conference rooms to hear what this guy has to say. It's just really shocking. How? Why? What? What? What is this phenomena? This is part of this cultural phenomena again, isn't it? I mean, we have to accept that it is part of the ufology community, you know, and or the paranormal community. But explaining it in any rational sense, I'm not really sure how we do that. I don't either. And one of the most entertaining, entertaining re resignation letters I've ever read was the one by David Wilcock. He gave it to Gaia and someone posted online. Maybe he did it, but it's the longest for sure. <laughs> resignation letter I've ever read. I read every stitch of it. And you would be shocked at what he said about that. But, you know, the reason why I'm bringing up Corey Good is just, just because I heard a recent conversation with Linda Moulton Howe, and she talks to Richard Dolan. And Richard Dolan really has no issues saying that he does not even pay him any mind because he hasn't offered up any proof. So he doesn't see how people can take him seriously. I totally agree with him on that. But something happened there with David Wilcock in that realm, in that production for, for Gaia, something happened from his letter, what I gather, what I, from what I remember, he says something about it being a Luciferian agenda. And he does mention that he had some issues with Corey Good, and he wasn't happy with anything Whitley Strieber was saying, so they must have been into it. But... My frustration with that is, why do people keep um, glamorizing what Corey Good is saying? And he's never once offered any proof and still hasn't to this day. And I, just, I don't understand it. There are many, seats. many wacky characters in the UFO field that come around and make outrageous claims. And sometimes they catch a breeze and they gain some traction. And then. Who knows? More to come with Katina, Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Yeah.
you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp-made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product. Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat or contribute to our community, 
If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. So, Katina, are we talking about the fringe or the cracked, the cracked portion <laughs> of the saucer? Yes. Um, you know what? Randall's right. I heard Randall's little input there. He's selling seats. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly why people keep having him there. But it's still very shocking. You know, it's just very frustrating. People just need to really use their own, you know, just have more discernment for who's telling the truth and more common sense. I think a lot of it's just common sense. Well, but it makes I the see- rest of us look bad when you have all of the nonsense out there because they associate people who take it seriously and have a rational point of view and, and uh, want to look at it rationally and seriously. If if you're associated with that by someone who doesn't understand that there are these separate elements within the community, they think you're just as uh, out there as they are. Yeah, but I, I see um, a growing frustration from some of these other researchers. You know, it, they're just like enough is 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 enough. You know, stop it already and stop entertaining. You know what some of these people are saying. And one thing that I want to ask you is that. Uh, and I want to ask, I heard Gene say it, maybe it was Randall. Um, these people that talk about secret space program, do you believe any of that? I mean, any portion of that? You know, here's the thing about secret space program. I would think that if there was any evidence for such a thing, we see something. I mean, it's like this dichotomy. We've already colonized the moon and Mars or whatever. And we're working with ET. We set up a base on the moon. All that stuff going on, but we don't see any advancements in the technology here in terms of our space program. And I would think considering the things going on in this crazy world, we would want to have something to hold over, something more than just nuclear weapons to hold over other nations who threaten us. Because nuclear war is out of the question, but other things, other advancements. Think of all the things we could do if we have this advanced propulsion system. I think here that it's certainly possible that trillions of dollars are going out under black budgets. What was it that uh, former Defense Secretary Rumsfeld had said the day before 9-11? About several trillion dollars had disappeared. I forget the exact Mm -hmm. number. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess it's possible. It's fun to theorize, but there's no evidence for it. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Gene. It's, uh, you know, we get into talking about popular culture and sci-fi shows and and stuff like that. But the technology, if it was that readily available that we could just, uh, you know, fly off to Mars at a moment's notice, I think you're absolutely right. I'll tell you what, I was thinking about this. You want to see an example of a Secret space program at work. Watch the reruns of an old TV show, Stargate SG-1. Because essentially oh, yes. that was what it was about. Well, Stargate's a little different, though. They've got like some secret underground base. You don't need a whole fleet of ships, really. They but do then, have spaceships, too. They have yeah, spaceships they to go that. to the places that don't have Stargates at each end. 
That's what kills me about Stargate, though, is, is it's sort of it's this melting pot of every sci-fi trope out there stuck into one show. And some people really like that, but I don't know. I, I kind of think that it's just too much. Like, Star Trek has its own universe. And Stargate is just like, whatever works, man. We'll just stick it in there. We'll just bolt it on. But the original movie <laughs> had some fascinating prospects here where they go into the ancient astronaut theory that the gold, the evil alien parasites come to Earth in biblical times. And they travel here with their Stargate. And then when the crew... You know, Kurt Russell, James Spader, etc. This is James Spader before he was a little obese. And but anyway, he plays this nerdy scientist in this movie. And they go through the Stargate to this other planet that's like ancient Egypt there, you see. Right. And it was, I think, a fun movie. It was directed by right. Roland Emmerich, who also did Independence Day. Yeah. It was really, I think, a fun movie. It spawned this TV series, Stargate SG-1, which takes it to another level, but the original creative team was never a part of it. it, The original creative team was not a part of it. Yeah, like uh, some really good stuff there. I've I've watched quite a few. You want to know a fun... Okay, here's a really fun show that's a little bit different out there, and now we're going way out there in pop culture, but have you guys watched The Umbrella Academy? Uh, You know what? That's on Netflix, right? Right. Okay, no, I haven't seen it, but it's it's in my list to watch. Oh, it's a treat. Like, it really is a treat. Uh, So, yeah, Gene's just going to what? Well, you see, I was about to cancel my Netflix membership. What I do with Netflix to save money is I watch all the shows I want to see, and then I cancel for six months. (laughs) I come back again because they'll retain your settings and your even one-watched movies or partially-watched movies for 10 months. I did the same thing, by the way, with CBS All Access. I wanted to see Star Trek Discovery, and I consumed the whole thing in a month, got a special trial on Amazon, and then with Amazon Prime, and then I canceled. I will renew it next year to see the third season of Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard. We can consume that in one month and cancel it again. That's... uh... (laughs) Well, before you cancel it next time, uh, check out the Umbrella Academy. I've watched it now, I think, four times because it's just uh, it's just so, well, fabulous. In in my opinion, the characters are so original. But of course, in, in, in this and a little bit of a spoiler here, at one point we do see that there is there is a base on the moon where one of the characters uh, originates. But that's not going to spoil much of anything. But but once again, here we have this idea that there's this hidden technology uh out there in the world and i agree going back to your original question katina that yes there is a secret space program to some degree we know that they have satellites that are in orbit out beyond the moon that can look back on the other side of the moon we know that that's that's reasonable they probably have aircraft with capabilities that we don't know the extent of I remember back, even with F-16s, they could be outfitted to actually go like Buck Rogers into space if need be. And this this was way back then, and you don't hear much about that. So you can kind of imagine what they have now. But 
a whole fleet that can take off to Mars? No, oh, I don't think so. Well, you part of the secret space program consists of spy satellites. It's not using technology much beyond what we're familiar with. Exactly. I, I think our you know greatest what? technology is the International Space Station. So, Well, I want to ask you this now. Um, I, I forget her name, but she's had a lot of um, great people on her show. And one of those guys, he, he wrote a book and his name's William Tompkins. I'm sure you heard about him. Um, he talks about how he was in the Navy and he had this photographic memory. He was able to make these ships and he was the um, catalyst for starting all this, um, you know, secret space stuff. You know, he designed the craft and things like that. He wrote a book called Selected by Extraterrestrials. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, no, keep going. Okay. So William Tompkins, he's he's had several interviews um with some really respected well-respected researchers before he died he was in his 80s when he started to come out with this stuff maybe late 70s um however he says that he saw a lot of the stuff he was in charge of designing it all and he was given this information directly you know, from extraterrestrials through telepathy. Okay. Now, a, a, another aspect of that is, and I was blown away. I watch a lot of lectures on YouTube. Colonel Corso's son did a lecture and this happened, I think it was in early 2000s. Well, he was at a conference from what it looked like. And he says that the craft that they, re they recovered at Roswell was some type of time traveling craft it was it was able to um um do something as far as like when it when it flew it could split into another timeline let me tell you something he said it really shocked me and i couldn't believe it was even coming out of his mouth okay um he says that we have to make another craft like that because what they did was they used this craft to split into another timeline coming straight out of his mouth. Okay. They use this craft to split into another timeline. And from the timeline that they split off from was where the Nazis won the war. He said, the reason why we need to make another craft is because you can't, forever split a timeline it will come back together no matter what at some point so here's he the says, point here's the point ladies and gentlemen we got a break katina okay. jean randall you're in the podcast you are listening to gcn visit gcnlive.com today we also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. 
stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Just thinking here as we talk about timelines, thinking about time travel and all the possibilities of that. Go ahead, people. Okay, yeah, okay, Katina. Uh, we're getting out there into the fringe, but it sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah, just <laughs> hang with me, hang in there, hang in okay. there with me, because I was just shocked. I didn't say yeah. it; he said it. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, okay. he says the reason why we need to make this other craft is because um, it, this timeline will converge in twenty thirty something. And he said, when it does, we will not want to be in that reality. He said, because it is, the, he said, the Nazis won World War II. Now, the reason why I so, felt so like, like what, it was, a, a, a go ahead, going to A portal is going to open up in 2030? No, no, no. no and a bunch he of says Nazi the, UFOs are going to come flying out? No, no, no. I have no okay. idea what's going to happen, right. of course. Okay. Okay. He says that this timeline is going to converge and we will not want to be, you know, in that place so the reason why i'm bringing him bringing him up is because he's always colonel corso is always mentioned in like linda moulton house some of the most well you know she's very very well respected he she's he's mentioned by him he's he's mentioned by you know richard dolan peter robbins so they obviously have you know, a lot of respect for him and what he was involved in in the government. And to see his son say this was just shocking. So that's one of the things I was going to tell you that people people have said some outlandish stuff. Now, personally, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I'm just shocked he even said it. Have you heard anything like that? Well, I'm just familiar with the original book, Day After Roswell, with... Of course, Philip Corso and William Burns, very highly disputed. Yeah, uh, I'd there's say a lot of elements is... about that where they yeah. think that Colonel Corso misrepresented his background to a substantial degree. There's also, I think, online the original manuscript before William Burns touched it and made it more presentable. 
Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. you know, go ahead. Go ahead, Randall. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but I find this absolutely fascinating. So, um, because even like we can even set aside whether or not the claims are necessarily true or false. I'm just having a closer look at it now while we're talking. And I'm saying there's a lot of information about about this guy that that how how did I actually miss this when I've been involved in in ufology since, you know, the 60s in one way or another. So, you know, it amazes me that there's all of this stuff within ufology culture out there it's just it's a gold mine for really interesting stories from people and yeah at some point we can dissect it all down and go well you know that's pr- right now looking at it to me it looks like it's way out there on the fringe and and the, i could look into it all and find absolutely proof for none of it but that doesn't mean it's, it's not interesting Right. And it, and it is interesting. That's why I mentioned it, you know, because I just ran across it and I thought, what in the world? You know, I didn't watch all of it, but I did hear him say that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of different, um, you know, things going on and people saying different things. So I do believe that there are people intentionally just flooding uh, our minds with, you know, disinformation. It, you know, that's got to be a reality. And I think uh, there's probably more high profile people than we realize that have that, you know, that mission for one reason or another. What do you what do you feel about that? You well, know, we William Burns, Nick- speaking of William Burns, yeah, and of course, he was editor of UFO magazine before it finally folded. They acquired the magazine in terms of editing it from Don Ecker and Vicky and the. Issue there is he used to talk about the subject, the reality, and the answers hiding in plain sight. The truth is out there, but all the disinformation shields it. But then that goes back to everything about UFOs, that when we see UFOs, we're not seeing the real thing. That is the factor of being misdirected. Or maybe it's just a hologram. Well, remember, uh, Gene, we had... uh it wasn't that long ago we had Nick Redfern on. And of course, Katina, I'm sure you know Nick Redfern, a very prolific author and a very good researcher. And he w- discovered that back in the Cold War, the Russians were using disinformation within the contactee movement to influence uh, culture in North America, which is really quite interesting. And then, and then what would happen is the intelligence people down there would do the same thing back. So they were using ufology and, and the culture of ufology as, as a way to, well, influence culture for whatever their propaganda purposes would be. I suppose, uh, you know, capitalism versus uh, socialism, something like that. I totally agree. And I've seen some movies about that. Very thing, as a matter of fact. Now, think on Hulu about it. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, these and it's it's all really quite fascinating. But and then there, of course, there's just some people that they're really good at at telling stories. And and uh, at some point, it becomes mixed. You know, you got a mix of fact and fiction. It, it and they call it. There's a name for it. It's called docu fiction. And uh, I tend to think that that's what we get a lot from authors like Whitley Stryber. Personally, uh, I 
And so a lot of this other stuff that we're talking about with this Tompkins character, I think is probably exactly that. It's 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 docufiction. There was prob there's probably some truth to it, but the actual claims that we're seeing, you know, the the extraordinary claims are the fiction part. Right. I'm, you know what? It goes, it gets a little strange. I'm gonna mix, I'm going to mention one thing that I'm pretty sure is in the first page or two of his book. And he says that <laughs> I almost hate to even say it. I'm going to say it. He says that um, JFK had permission to leave the planet. Come out of his book. I'm I'm serious, and that's all I'm going to say about. It. <laughs> well, I mean, th- according to some people, they JFK did uh, make a request to NASA for all of the information that they had on unidentified flying objects uh, just a few days before he was assassinated. And uh, the whole JFK conspiracy that it had to do with alien intervention and knowledge by the government of their reality, well, you know, that is, it's a stretch, but it's within the realm of possibility. Because we know, and I, I don't know, let me just ask you straight out, do you believe that UFOs exist, that alien visitation is a reality? Eaten. <sighs> I think it's possible. I still really don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. I know that so. people are seeing things. I've seen things, too. Whether or not aliens are really here, I don't know. And that's just being honest. I don't know. Okay. That, fair enough. Again, you know, like, I I do believe that alien visitation is a reality. I don't know if they're here now. I do definitely believe, given the information, just if you do your basic homework, there's way too many cases out there from official sources, including the U.S. Air Force and people who've investigated those cases, to think that they haven't been here. Okay, what exactly that starts doing another here, discussion. I don't know. Guys, that starts another discussion, which is, is it possible that the UFO mystery exists in the past and that all current sightings, recent sightings, have a conventional explanation. Now, let me take a moment to talk about the Paracast Plus. What is it? Well, about five years ago, we got permission from our network to offer a special version of the show free of the network ads with enhanced audio. And after we introduced the Paracast Plus, we added the After the Paracast podcast. It's color commentary, special interviews, many times continuations of the interview that began on this show, including this week, Katina Kyle will continue on After the Paracast this weekend. So you get her twice for the price of one. Go to plus.theparacast.com for more info, plus.theparacast.com. Katina Kyle, Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy, you're in. The Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's Dr. Sonia Bacha on The Doctors. So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product. And one of them is something called Argyroline, which is sort of a darling in terms dermatology right now, it's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals, and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So you see here that Randall is possessed, like on the TV show Evil, when he does that. Seriously speaking, 
some people theorize, and I brought it up, that the fact that the best UFO sightings occurred decades ago is the main fact, which is that most or all UFOs can be explained conventionally in recent years, that if it was an alien visitation or whatever it was, time travelers, multiverse, the stuff now is conventional, it's no longer happening, or some of it is secret weaponry. Well, you know what? I've I've even asked one of my, can't remember who it was, but one of my uh, speakers, I asked him, you know, just straight up, you know, does he believe that most of the things that are seen today and reported, are they man-made or true extraterrestrial craft? And he says he believes that they are man-made. That makes a lot of sense. Like a rule of thumb for me, as much as I will, I'm unabashedly admit I am a believer in alien visitation. Like I was saying prior to the break, you know, I believe they've been in here, been here in the past, but for all we knew, no, they've gotten back on their mothership and flown away. and Everything else that we're seeing now is just something else. But since they've been here in the past, if we go back in history, if we accept that, it's not too big of a leap to think that the government knew about it and wanted to keep it secret. I do too. And so so my thing is, I try to wrap my mind around whether or not it's just us in this alone or are we in cahoots with like Russia and China on this technology thing? What, what are your thoughts about that? Well, Gene usually has some pretty interesting thoughts about that. And, and I mean, we had, who was it? The Trump hired the Chinese to look into Joe Biden or something. I mean, it, it's, well, it's not just the Chinese. It was the controversy now is whether it was the Ukraine whether he's asking the president of the Ukraine, who's Jewish, by the way, a former Jewish comedian, to, is part of the political controversy, to engage in these wackadoodle investigations of Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, and the story that the alleged server, the NC Democratic National Committee server, hacked during the 16 election was not hacked by the Russians, but by the Ukrainians, and the server is there, except it wasn't one server. It was like a cloud system. I heard 140 servers. So the, the entire premise is absurd. Besides which, the server is just a box. All the data is on a storage device, like a hard drive or an SSD. End of story. Okay, but if you've got, all, all I'm saying is if you've got people in the government at that level that are, you know, communicating back and forth with some sort of technology about the political process. I mean, it's completely possible that you've got other levels of government and stuff doing similar communication back and forth with each other about what is going on. And then we can go back to, I think Reagan was alluding to trying to bring us all together as nations because you could imagine that there might be some common extraterrestrial threat. Like, And then he got into the whole Star Wars program, which some people say wasn't really so much to protect us against incoming ICBMs as it was maybe something else. Yeah, but a lot of people point to what he says as something trying to really trying to really warm us up to the idea of having this new world order type deal uh, because he says a common enemy or a common, you know, goal or something. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what I'm saying? But, but one thing I was going to say is that 
really, would it be possible for us, the United States, to really just hoard, say they did get a craft, okay, uh, back in Roswell, would it really be possible for us to just hoard all that technology and not give it to Russia or China without starting a war? You know what I'm saying? It's not possible. They're going to want it. I mean, this is going to be the most coveted thing ever. They're going to want that. And that's why I think they have to be in cahoots with some of these other countries, because if if it's true, what some of these other researchers have found, these other countries have had the same type, been able to get their hands on the same type of technology through, you know, crashed vehicles here and there. So, you know, we fight and war over everything. I mean, seriously, I mean, that just wouldn't be logical or possible because, you know, we're so violent. Anyway, it's a reason for E.T. to take us over. Like Klaatu (laughs) said in the day the earth stood still, if you don't straighten up and fly right, humans, you're gone. Gort's going to take care of you and take care of this planet. But you look at this, too, even if something alien crashed at Roswell, how much of that technology could we decode? And would we just get something in terms of edge cases? Assuming a craft is capable of traveling through the stars, would we even be able to recognize this technology? And I always liken this to not taking an iPhone back to 1947, but taking an iPhone back to 1747. Battery fully charged. They can figure out how to turn it on. But all it is is a box with no internet, no way to access anything. Could they decode the fact that it's got a little chip in there, a tiny chip equivalent of 8.5 billion transistors? What's a transistor? They couldn't figure it out. Now consider a magical spacecraft from another star system, hundreds of years ahead of us. Would we be able to even take apart any of the technology? I do not believe the things that Philip Corso wrote in Day After Roswell that was night vision goggles and solid state transistors and solid state technology because night vision goggles were invented in the 30s in Nazi Germany. So again, if we had the technology or if we had access to the technology, would we be able to figure it out? I think we'd we'd try. We'd do it until we died until we all died out because they would be so desperate just to have it and see what it does. And I I do believe we have some diabolical people in our government. You know, if we do have that technology, they're using it in a negative manner. Didn't Clinton say that there was a government inside the government? I don't want to misquote this guy, but did he say that at one point? There's a government inside the government and I don't control it. I could have swore that's what someone told me. We've heard stuff like that, but uh, we actually asked uh, Kevin D. Randall that, and of mm-hmm. course, being in the military and you being in the military yourself, we you would know, and I wanted to clear this up with, with him, is that the president is the commander-in-chief, and you don't get to say no to him if you're in the military. If he wants well, to know something, you just do what he says or else. So yes, it doesn't it's matter also where possible here. Knowing the president is just a temporary occupant. And there are two ways of doing this. One is you kind of read them in and say, this is why you can't reveal it. Or they make the decision, this particular president should not be read in for whatever reason. And if he doesn't know it exists, how can he demand it? You see? 
He can't ask for it. I want to know what you know about UFOs. If they tell him something that's not true, how does he know? Katina Kyle, Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy, you're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hpextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hpextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. With more- more people listening to radio than visit Google, Facebook, or YouTube. From the very young to the very old, everyone listens to radio. Pillow companies, alarm, identity theft, nutrition, insurance, banking, automotive. The list goes on and on. Billion dollar businesses. Why? The answer is radio. The media everyone tunes into. Find out how effective and affordable radio can be for your business. Contact 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. After President Trump tweets last night that something very big just happened, word is that something very big is the death of the leader of ISIS, who is believed to have died during a raid conducted by the U.S. military in northwest Syria. A senior U.S. defense official says it appears Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi killed himself with a suicide vest just as special ops forces were moving in on him. President Trump is said to make an announcement at 9 a.m. Eastern about something it's believed it's going to be this. Former White House Chief of Staff John Kelly reportedly says he told President Trump that if he replaced him with a yes man, he'd be impeached. The Washington Examiner says Kelly was implying that he might have helped Trump avoid the impeachment inquiry if he had remained. Trump ended up selecting Mick Mulvaney to replace him. This is USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with Reputation Defender. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with Reputation Defender. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with Reputation Defender. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. Of course, that goes back to presidents and UFOs. Grant Cameron has written about that. Guys, gals, speak up. Yeah, uh, you know what? There's got to be, and I do believe, and I've heard enough conversation uh, to really believe that there's some type of shadow cabinet controlling things and that truly the president has no power. I think he's very removed from what's really going on i mean come on i I mean i'm not saying anything about bad about donald trump i think he's just the the person that they would just let in on this stuff they're absolutely not going to do it i think he's told what to do he's very much controlled and people would be fooling themselves if they don't see it that way um i was bringing it up because you know if there truly is a um, industrial complex, and we've all heard that, um, controlling things, they are going to really literally do whatever they want to do. And I, I do believe that they started to do this very early on when they got their hands on this technology that, you know, a, a group of, of people just literally said, we're not going to tell the president anything. We're not going to listen to the, to uh, Congress or anybody. We're going to do what we want to do. And they've made it so compartmentalized now, just to answer Randall's question, that's why I'm going here. They made it so compartmentalized now that Randall, I wouldn't know that. I mean, I was, I'm a peon and, and, and I wouldn't know that. I mean, there's no way but that do, I would you know do that. You know about chain of command. Though, I right? do know I mean, about chain of command. Yes. Like when they're sitting in, in the, in the war room or whatever, you, you know, and you've got all the generals sitting around the table. If the president says, you know, points to one of them and says, you get me this information. I cannot believe that they could turn around and say, no, I'm sorry, Mr. President, I'm not going to do that. Like, do you honestly believe they can do that and well, get away with it? Because I don't they think want. they could. Well, let me tell you something. They've all been elected with the, um, I guess, the uh, notion that they could open up the the files and go in and see what's going on in Area 51, and none of them have been able to do that. I've heard now from other interviews that the president has literally not just him but his high-ranking officials have been told when they tried to go in and look at certain aspects of you know this phenomena that they've been told they don't have a need to know 
and they've shut the president down that way as well. Yeah, you know, and there's I've nothing he can do about it. I've, I've <laughs> serious. Heard I've heard that too, but you know, like Kevin D. Randall, he just doesn't believe it. And and I'm like, you know, it. I think if the president went there. And, you know, the guards at the security gate said, you know, said, Mr. President, we're not going to let you in, that the president would just have him fired right there and just keep going. Like, you know, I, I just there's, there's got to be more to this. It, it, it sounds like a really good conspiracy, but I just I just it's not that I don't believe that there's something going on. There's they definitely have to know more than we do. This information that is coming in, where those people on on the carrier took those and the destroyer took the, that radar information, those boxes and where it went to be analyzed, somebody knows something. There, the, yes. You know, but but who exactly and where it is, I'm not sure. I want to say this, though, Randall, you have to have a president that's interested enough to want to go digging for these things. And Trump isn't it. I mean, he doesn't care about yeah, that. I'm not saying true. that's a bad thing, but he just yeah. doesn't. You know, he's concerned about other stuff. But, you know, and I think they really have a lot of great manipulators around him, uh, people that can take his attention off uh, these types of things that they don't want him paying attention to uh but very much so let me give you an example like yeah, when i was in yeah. the military and we had the guys that actually f you know fixed the night visions if i was to go over there and i'd say you know you know let me go in here and see what they're doing i mean they wouldn't allow me in there i couldn't go in there and i'm not privy to know why they're leaving the base and going somewhere i mean it's really compartmentalized i can't stress that enough all the way down to the lower levels we're just not privy to know what the other departments are doing, even though we we work in the same building. Right. And, and this is really intriguing with me because we know and you must, you know, you experiencing this. We do know that it's there someplace. That's just the thing. We know it has to be there because they have these monitoring, this monitoring technology. We know that there are these spy satellites that are out there looking at virtually anything that comes into our orbit. I mean, they can tell any rocket that get, gets launched from the Earth, any place they know about it. I personally don't believe that anyone could get away with launching a rocket from any place on the Earth and somebody in the defense department wouldn't know that it's on its way even that the, the that airliner that disappeared i think they know where it is or exactly where it went down but they can't tell us because it's too highly classified all their monitoring systems i mean when you get looking at some of that technology it is so powerful like if they if they were to focus it down on earth they could read like license plates from space you know so That's, yes and you know they do. And there's a really, really great broadcast on YouTube that I would suggest people go look for it. It's a, the guy's a CIA informant, and I don't know his last, I want to say Steve, maybe. But if they look at CIA, they, they search CIA informant or something like that. He did do a, um, a broadcast, and it was, I know that it was telecast everywhere that they could possibly get it to to run and it was on rush limbaugh and a bunch of other people's um other shows and he talks about um the cia and how intrusive they've been without our knowledge uh, and the fact that they can use satellites to really see anything they want so that rings true to what you're saying i mean they can Oh, yeah. and uh, they can even certainly see underground with them. They've got ground penetrating radar so they can tell if you've got an underground base. I mean, this, this, you know, the idea that 
that somebody's got some secret UFO base somewhere on the planet that we couldn't tell where it is. It just doesn't, to me, it just doesn't add up. These things are coming from someplace that I don't think the government really knows for sure where it, mind you though, recently we have arch skeptic Seth Shostak from who works with the SETI Institute saying that now they've determined with some of the missing variables from Moore's law, that virtually every star, when you go out and look up in the sky, every star system has a planet now. And that out of those, there's a huge number that are within what they call the habitable zone. And so there are likely billions of stars in our own galaxy that could could have life. So now, I don't know. He predicts that we will get scientific verification now of alien intelligence within the next couple of dozen years. And this is one of the people who is up until now like, oh, no, couldn't happen. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. On the other hand, you think of it this way. Preparing people for the fact that alien life is out there, that it may come eventually, if it's happening now, the acceptance of it would be more general. There wouldn't be as much of a disruption. I mean, if suddenly out of the blue we had the landing that people might expect if there are aliens visiting us, that could cause havoc. But if you gradually prepare the public to the possibility of alien life, that it's real, there are exoplanets, Something is inhabiting it. Even microbial life on Mars, life is redundant around the universe. So it makes sense that some of it might come here. It's, as I say, the gradual disclosure. I don't think if this is true, and I'm speculating, folks, I don't have secret knowledge. But if this is well, true. Well, you know what's going the expert well maybe i do I, I have a fact like the ray palmer once said i have a fact that i judge things by but seriously speaking i think that would be better than just saying as the disclosure advocates want okay we admit that et is out there and now get over it or something like that i think if there is something to disclose it's going to have to be thought out carefully and of course, there are obviously various interests that would not want that fact to be disclosed. Of course, traditional energy companies, you get the picture. One more segment with Katina, Gene, and Randall. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio. You heard right. Proactive MD plus free shipping and a free gift. The new charcoal pore cleansing brush. You'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back. Call now. 1-800-583-8662. That's 1-800-583-8662. Or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Again, go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what Dr. Joe has to say. Hypertension runs in my family, unfortunately. I started having problems a number of years ago, and I had heard the commercials a number of times, and I personally do not like the idea of being on medication. (laughs) Even though I'm a physician, you would think, you know, that's our thing, but we just don't like it. So I I figured, you know, I'll start the product, and I did, and I got to tell you, it does help. By the grace of God and that product, you know, my labs come back really good all the time, right on the money. I used to always have like cold toes in the winter time and I used to love going down to Florida for my medical conferences. But since I've been taking the product regularly, I don't have that problem anymore. You got a great product there, Don, and I just wanted to tell you how appreciative I am. Thank you so much. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? My rant about disclosure. You're free to disagree. Say something, guys. 
Let me say something here. My my whole issue with this whole thing, and it's a big shenanigan right now, is what I'm going to label it. But we went from literally. I know that I've I've seen this as probably about two three weeks ago, maybe a month ago at the latest. Another article comes up from somewhere. It's not political, but I want to say New York Times or something like that about, okay, scientists believe they're going to be able to prove alien life and they found some microbes. Okay, (laughs) come on now. We went from microbes to now you're showing gun camera footage with a whole craft that's defying, you know, the laws of physics. That's what I have an issue with. So that's, you know, how, yeah. how do we go from that? How, how do you we know, get from microbes to a whole crap? Th- that is such a great point, because this is what we always get from the skeptics. It's like, oh, yeah, there's probably life out there, but it's so far away and we don't know what, where it's from. And the likelihood of it being there, you know, we might be lucky to find some microbes on Mars. Meanwhile, as you say, we have F-18s chasing unknown craft here on earth it's as if they just can't psychologically go there because it doesn't fit within their paradigm unless it's verifiable scientifically valid evidence of a material nature they simply go well i don't know who knows what it was like it was something but so that's fine but i think gene makes you make a really valid point there you know we start off with microbes we move to oh you know every star has a planet we move to oh we've detected intelligent life in another star system oh it looks like actually maybe there's a ship on its way here or something <laughs> like that. And and then we had these strange asteroid, a muamua coming into our system and then accelerating out. Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, shrugging, going, well, I'm not really sure how that's possible, but coming up with the theory like, oh, it was outgassing because of the sun, which has been completely disproven in, in terms of physics as being a reasonable explanation. Just absurd on the face of it. It's just really absurd. And I hope people can see through that because, you know, what is this? Are these F-18s chasing flying microbes, you know? (laughs) But, you know, you have, I forgot his name. He's the, he's the Japanese scientist. Uh, I want to say Akito, but I'm probably saying that wrong. Oh, Michio Kaku. There you go. Kaku. I know something like that. Okay. So he's on Fox News and he's saying that they... They observe or they when they looked at this and they analyzed that the craft was going 1,350 G's. It was it was clocked at that. You know, that's like I think the guy said over 100,000 miles an hour. So, you know, and we obviously our human bodies cannot withstand that type of G force. So if we didn't create this, what created it? But they will never say right now that it's alien. Clearly, it's uh, some type of intelligence, but I see that they are really staying away from from alien. That's what I've observed so far. So it's just crazy. It's too bad that we don't have much more time to go into all of this. Uh, Maybe you would consider coming back for our After the Paracast show to pick up on it. But, you know, in addition to you being a black female ufologist into the paranormal who's doing her own podcast and coming from the, I mean, this just blows me away. Your, your whole history, your, your bio, it's amazing. You are uh, a mom and you're married. How does, how does your family 
you know, what do they think of you being involved in all this? Or do you get a lot of support from them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My, my wife is a podcaster as well. She's a little frightened of some of the paranormal things. However, she's very grateful with the things that I have shared with her. And she's been able to sit in on a lot of my interviews and uh, she's just fascinated by it. She's very supportive and she really works the back end of Mysterious Radio on the X podcast. And we have a new show, if you don't mind me mentioning it here real quick, it's called. Now, now's the time. Like, just okay. uh, let's, let's talk about your shows and your X podcast and, and where people can find you. Awesome. So she's got a new podcast called a glam cast, you know, it's girls that want to talk about makeup and things like that. So if any ladies out there that like that stuff, uh, please subscribe to it. But she's fantastic. And my son is really open to it too. I mean, he's into Bigfoot and, and aliens and things like that. And I was able to bring him in. He's 12 to work alien expo with me and he enjoyed it. And I'm going to continue to really share these things with him because I, I just let him know, you know, it's, it's okay to think different. It's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I commend anyone that, that presents information like this to their children to allow them to make up their own minds. And if they're curious about it, continue on, you know, with it in adulthood. So my podcast is Mysterious Radio. If you like it, please subscribe and tell your friends. And the X podcast, if you want something to really uh, scare you a little bit more, please subscribe to that. And uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show let's talk briefly we have a couple of minutes here your expo got another one coming up yes i do and uh, my speakers i'm having two this time is going to be nick pope and peter robbins and that's going to be march the 14th at the ut conference center that sounds like an interesting combo of course peter robbins and nick pope have been here already on our show several times and we always enjoy having them Give up people the address of where this place is. Well, uh, I don't have the physical street address, but they can find that information on the website if they go to Alien Expo. So it's alienxpo.com and they can purchase the tickets there. They can find out more about Peter and, and Nick and read our uh, blog and uh, subscribe to the podcast from, from there as well. Do you think, since we focus mostly on UFOs here, do you think there's going to be a solution. Well, my lifetime is a lot shorter than yours remaining, but in your lifetime, do you think it's going to happen? No, I really, no, I don't. I, I feel like this is, this is going to continue on past my lifetime and, and several. But I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Would I like to see what's piloting those craft? If it is a physical being? Yes. You know, I'm hoping to see that in my lifetime, but really what an exciting period of time to be living in. I mean, I really can't say that enough. I'm just oh, yeah. blessed to be living now. Yeah. I think yeah. I should have been born 30 years later, but my son might see it. He's 33 now. He'll be 34 in February. He was born on Batman's birthday. Don't ask me to explain that. Okay, the birthday of Bruce Wayne in the comics <laughs> is February 19th. So my son was born February 19th. But so was the young man who played the young Bruce Wayne on the Gotham TV show. Don't ask me to explain how that all works out. I think there was another birthday, too, because all those comic books keep changing over and over again. Now, I got started when I was 11, as a lot of our listeners know. 
And I kind of thought then, you know, we find out what's going on. Major Keogh said it won't be long before we find out that we'll have congressional hearings. We'll have that. Of course, we had the hearings and then we had the Condon report and, you know, like that. You know, Keogh kept going on. But I think I started realizing as I got into my 20s, this is not going to be solved anytime soon. I'll be sitting here with the gray hairs and, you know, with the walker, I'm not up to the walker yet, folks. I still exercise yeah. and do sit-ups yeah. 50 a day. But it's, it's not going to happen. I agree with you there. You should tell our listeners that if you want to find us, because we know how to find Katina, you can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. You can also find two ways to check out the Paracast on Facebook. One is a community. One is a group. Don't ask me to define what that means, except I learned long, long ago, not in the galaxy far, far away, that if you try to combine them, you lose the data from one. So I leave it alone. And we mentioned before our supplementary show after the Paracast, and we're going to ask Katina about coming on that one. But after the Paracast is available only to subscribers of the Paracast Plus, okay? It's a special podcast, uncensored, uninterrupted, and it could be color commentary, special guests, unique features. We feature each week the UFO sighting update from William Puckett. We also give you a version of the Paracast free of the network ads with enhanced audio. For more information, go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. Katina Kyle. We enjoyed meeting you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Paracast. Thank you for having me. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.